Hello everybody and welcome to the as yet untitled podcast from your favourite friends at the unofficial Giant Bomb Facebook group. Uh, today you have myself, Sam Harrison, and uh, Alex. Hey. And Alison. Hi. <laughs> and Andre. Yeah. Thank you very much to Andre for getting up at 7am Japan time so that I didn't have to go to bed after midnight, which is very nice of him. Uh, Erica. Hi. And finally, but not last but not least, Pat. So on today's episode, uh, as it is January 2018, 7th off as uh, time of recording, we thought we would talk a little bit about 2018 games. Uh, we've compiled a list, we've checked it twice. Oh, it's not December anymore, you can't make that joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to go through all of those. But first, I thought we would talk a little bit about what everyone's been playing. So does anyone have a game that they wanted to talk about? Uh, I the game I've been playing most is uh I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's kind of small. Um, PUBG or Player mm-hmm. Unknown's Battlegrounds. What's that? Never heard of it. What is that? Uh, is that a early game? Early I, I don't know. It's it's uh it's a <laughs> it's a early alpha release. Uh, game is basically you know super shit and uh you can't even vault. Uh, no, it that game's good. Um, I still enjoy it. I haven't been able to play it for a while but then i got my shit together uh just living in this apartment in japan made it hard uh but besides that uh some yakuza uh yakuza kiwami uh so that game really shows that it's uh, a ps2 game uh and like kind of its uh structure like it's structured the same as uh yakuza zero but uh like the writing and the side stories everything in that game is like people trying to scam kiryu because he's been in prison for like 10 years. I think is 10 years. Uh, they're just trying to scam him. And he almost falls for every single scam. And does fall for some. Uh, but that is 95% of the side stories it seems. So that's weird. Because the ones in uh, Zero are so varied. And wacky and cool. So it's a little disappointing. But I'm still enjoying the actual story of uh, Kawami. Is uh, Yakuza Zero the only one that you play as Majima in? Yes, Majima is in all of them, is my understanding, but you do not play as him in the other games. Because mm. I'm currently playing Zero as a cool, nice segue. That's basically what I've been playing most of the time. Uh, and I'm at like chapter four, so the second Majima chapter. And like all of Majima's side stories are so funny. Like yeah. The one where he's got the help a girl uh, with a crossword so yep, that her yep. boyfriend can propose to her. And he's hidden the proposal in the crossword. Have, if you favorite... pick the wrong answers, the yeah. boyfriend just gets mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me. It's like the, the final one I got wrong. And he was like, what's wrong? It's really funny. That's yeah. what I've been playing also. And I think I'm right around where you are. Um, I think I just finished that chapter. I'm back to uh, Kiryu now. And I, I'm at a point now where I... I've I've just ordered Kiwami. I'm like I'm very 
excited to get into the rest of that universe. I want to see everything else that they have going for it. I agree. Um, once I finish Zero Kill One, it is the first thing on my shopping list. Um, <laughs> I am mildly worried that then the PS2 ones aren't going to hold up, especially yeah. with what Andre was saying. But I think if I can force myself through, um, I own four and five already on PS3 from PS Plus. So all I need to do is find a PS3 and I can play those as well. Yeah, I, like I don't think I'll get through it. Um before I, I want to hopefully get through all of the games before six comes out but i don't think that's going to happen for me but <laughs> i uh <laughs> that's, that's pretty ambitious <laughs> ambitious right but i uh i'm really excited about all the new japan guys in the uh in the sixth one so we'll see I'll, i might be excited enough to try to mainline them as my main game until then we'll see they're like 20 30 hours each right yeah I think they could be more than that. Depends on how many side quests you're doing. I intend to do all of the side quests in Zero. They're so good. They're very good. Man, I really have to play that game. Oh, that's <laughs> great. I have my list of stuff I want to play too. Earlier on today, I met a cranky old lady who pushed in front of me in the line at a um, like food stand, and it started off a side story plot that had like three story, three story. <laughs> in it. Like, that's crazy. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. Good. Speaking of Japanese games, I've been playing a couple of those as well. <laughs> I love um, that segue. Thank you. So <laughs> I've put probably 20-ish hours into Super Mario Odyssey. And nice. yep, got through the main the main quest, I don't know what you want to call it, start to the credits. And I thought it was okay. But I think once you get past the credits, that game gets really amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, I still haven't got past credits. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like I've talked to a lot of people about it and they say they enjoyed it the whole way through. But I think I'm kind of cursed by having 100%ed every other Mario, 3D Mario before this. So like I kind of compare it directly to those. And I don't think yeah. it, I don't think the core game holds up quite as strongly to like Galaxy 2 and stuff. But mm. I do think the post credit stuff is really amazing. And uh, the other Japanese game that I started and finished since we did the game of the year podcast was uh Danganronpa V3. And man, do I wish I would have finished that before we did the game of the year podcast <laughs> <laughs> because man, I want to talk about the end of that game really bad. And, but uh, this is not the place for it nor the time, but you guys should, re- you guys should really play that game. It's, it's fascinating. I think, it's made a thousand times better if you've played the previous games, but I think you could jump into the third one and be okay. But mm-hmm. uh, the the last section, like the... I, I won't go too deep into it, but it's split up into chapters, and in the very last chapter, um, there's a ton of throwbacks to the old games, which I really appreciated. And it was really cool and really well handled. Uh, well, some people would tell you it was terrible, but I'm on the side that said <laughs> it was amazing. And... Like, you might lose a bit if you jump into that as your first Danganronpa game, but I still think it's 100% worth it. I played I the, one and two, so... Yeah. I played the first one um, because it was on Steam sale, and I've got the second one, and I started it, but I was like, it was right after I finished the first one. I was like, hmm, I need to take a little break from this, but I'm definitely going to go back to it. Yeah, I think they would be really hard games to marathon. Yeah. Be- especially because the trials can be... Uh, they can be really intensive <laughs> and, and like so obtuse. Yeah. Like 
that was my one problem with V3 is that the trials were way better than the previous games, but they're also really, really long. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish that game was available on some, those games are available on some kind of a portable, like I wish I could play those on my iPad. The PlayStation Vita. Yeah. yeah it's true. I'm not going to I'm not going to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to Portable, happen. but not Vita. <laughs> like, I, I really wish I could play them on something like iPad because it, that's just like that's how I played Phoenix Wright was on iPad. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I if, think Danganronpa would actually be quite good on a phone. I think so too. Um, though I think V three would be kind of tough to do on a phone. Um, you, you would have to play it and see why exactly. But and by the way, for people who are watching or listening and have never heard of what a Danganronpa V, uh, sorry, Danganronpa game is, it's basically a visual novel that's a combination of Persona and uh, like Phoenix Wright. So. Yeah, it's really cool. That's why it's a great game. Speaking <laughs> I meant to buy of... <laughs> the first one on sale, but I didn't. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just I was just gonna uh, segue, but if you want and have anything oh, no, more no. to say, no, go for it. Okay. Um, speaking of visual novels that are Japanese, uh, I've been playing the Zero Escape series. Mm. Um, played the first two, uh, which are uh, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, and then uh, Virtue's Last Reward. And I'm currently working through the third one, uh, Zero Time Dilemma. Uh, and they're both, they're all really pretty fantastic. It's like half visual novel, half um, like escape the room segments. Mm-hmm. So you have to do kind of puzzles to escape the room. But I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm really invested in the story that's been going on so far. Um, and there's some of it's a little bit convoluted, but there's a lot of really kind of interesting science fiction going on. The... Um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying not to. But there's, but it's surprising. It's it's not. It's a lot. It's it deals with um, video game choices in a way that I don't know many other games do. Uh, it focuses really heavily on the choices that you make. But uh, each game, at least in the uh, Steam release that I've been playing, uh, you can. Um, go back and almost immediately make the different choice. Or there's like a, like a little flow sheet, if that makes sense, where you can see all the little different um, segments of game that you're playing. Mm-hmm. So jumping back and forth is really easy. And uh, n- again, no spoilers, but there is actually, uh, it, it do- that does tie into the story in a, in a way, which is really great. So I, I've been really enjoying those a lot. And um, I'm excited to get to some more of the Set it in zero time dilemma because I feel like every time I play one of get close to the end of one of these games, I'm just watching with my hand over my mouth, just completely. I'm always there's always at least a couple of twists in these games that completely throws me. So it's, <laughs> it's been it's been fun. When we get to uh, going through our 2018 list, then I'm going to point you to a, a particular. Uh, oh, a, a, a couple particular things in that list. So. Oh, I'm excited now. I was going to say, I also own all three of the Zero, <laughs> Zero Escape games, so I'm just sitting on those. Eventually, I'll get to them. They're very good. I would say um, my uh, my sibling actually recommended them to me and um, recommended that I play all of them right away because they all do tie into the other games. Yep. And uh, they're, <laughs> they are... In, 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 and there's enough of the story... That you don't want to forget. So if 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 you choose to play them, I'd choose like to kind of 
work all through them immediately. But um, from what I understand, the first game, uh, 999, it was uh, initially they didn't actually have that flowchart. So you actually have to go back and Mm -hmm. replay the game several times, which made the experience a lot longer. And I'm very glad I didn't have to do that. I can tell you from experience that that was very much the case. (laughs) And um, the funniest thing was like the end of uh, 999 leaves you. mm -hmm. It's it's not quite cliffhangery, but it's kind of cliffhangery. And it's just like, how are they going to resolve all this? And then. Like for years, or at least a year, people were just like, "I have no idea what's going to happen." Then, like the first ten minutes in the second game, it's just like, "This is everything that happened," and now we're going on. <laughs> yeah, it really did. I was like, "Are they going to drag this out?" And it's, oh, okay, we're we're good. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's a question. Uh, so one thing that kind of disappointed me about Danganronpa uh, One was I felt like the choices I made, or like the, there, I felt like there weren't actually choices. Uh, do, do the 999 games they actually have choices and you can impact the way the story turns out or is it just here's the story this is the way you're the gonna, thing, this is the way it plays out the thing about that is that the game really intends for you to play it multiple times and it intends for you to make the choice both choices so ultimately if you want to get to the true ending you're going to make the choices to get to that true ending you can definitely get several different. There's all. I, f- I feel like in every game, there's several different endings. There's at least okay. s- like several quote unquote main endings. But I wouldn't really consider those to be satisfying endings without getting to the true ending. And, and if that's the case, then you're going to be basically making every single choice, making all the different choices. So right. it's it's one of those where I don't know if I really feel the choices because I'm I'm playing the game and making the choices, and I go, well, I'm just gonna go in 10 minutes rewind the game and play the other choice okay so yeah but i I, i'd say it's definitely worth it and it definitely plays with that player choice in an interesting way okay which which i appreciate uh did anyone should we talk to pat about what he played pat stepped away for just a sec oh so okay uh (laughs) Oh, I mean, I've mostly been playing uh, Yakuza 0, but um, I've also been playing some mobile games because I have been sick and haven't wanted... It's been nice to, like, you know, be, be like this in my bed with my phone and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've been playing Solitarica a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Um, which I didn't pick it up when it was new. I just got it now. <laughs> um, and it's been really fun. I don't generally play a lot of roguelikes this has been the first one that i've been having fun with i guess um but it's i don't know it's a great game it's a lot of fun it's it's simple enough that i can pop in and out of it at any time and know what i was doing before um and i don't know i like it the other game i played was uh bury me my love Mm. which i heard about from um abby on the giant bomb game of the year stuff and it's a it's a game with a lot of feelings. Um, it made me cry, um, but 
it's a, you know you you don't get to go back as easily as you do in other there's no saves you have to kind of play the whole thing over again to see the other endings mm-hmm. i was just trying to go on youtube and look up the rest of the endings i think there's like 19 in total mm-hmm. and they're not available on youtube so <laughs> i don't know i i just i don't want to play that game again <laughs> but i recommend it anyway like if you want to go through it like one time um you pretty much just play as uh a man who is speaking to his wife who is trying to um make it into i guess i think it depends depending on which uh which path you end up on but in my path she was trying to make it to italy from syria and ends up in like a refugee camp at some point and like uh, it just goes a lot of different places and it's really heart-wrenching and humanizing for Syrian refugees in a way that I think a lot of games aren't or that they haven't tried to tackle that at all even. Um, I recommend it a lot. Cool. And is that only on mobile? Like, is that only iOS and Android? I believe so. I'm pretty sure about that. Bury Me is on Steam, I think. Is it? it? Seems okay. like you'd want to play it on a phone, though, because it's a phone interface for the, yeah, uh, the-, the game. Yeah, the thing about the game too is that they have like two modes where you could play it in like semi real time where she she'll stop texting you for um you know like a couple of hours at a time and then you get like a text like maybe three hours later where she'll send you like the next little bit and she has to like shut off her phone so like you know they don't see her the light or whatever while she's being smuggled in to a different country that's really cool yeah yeah it it's really effective i recommend playing it that way it'll probably take you about a week then wow whereas if you put it on like yeah, that. it's really good. Uh, if you're gonna play it, play it that way. Huh. Otherwise, it. I mean, you can get through it in the course of a day if you take it off the real time mode. But that's really, it's really cool. effective yeah. that way. I, I didn't know that's, that's cool. the kind of thing it was. That <laughs> the immediate thought I had is like, wow, that's kind of like majestic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a Mr. Robot game like that, uh, like a promotional game for the TV show um, mm-hmm. that has you do a lot of cool, like extra stuff besides just texting. Uh, so like, if you enjoy "Bury Me, My Love" and you want like a goofy, fun thing, try the Mister Robot one. I'd also recommend basically the exact same style of game, Lifeline. Um, yes, oh, yeah, yeah Lifeline rocks. Basically, you get messages on your phone that are text messages from a guy on who's crash landed on a planet, and he's like, "Oh, what do you think I should do? Should I try and?" Uh, should I wait until night before I go out and search, or should I uh, go out now, and all that sort of stuff? And like, um, there's like hundreds of different endings, and it's re- it was really absorbing. I got it originally because um, you can play it through the Apple Watch, so it literally just pops up a notification. <laughs> That's like, cool. What do you want me to do? One or two? And I was like, uh, well, yeah. and so I just got it when I got my Apple Watch to play with it. Um, but I really oh. enjoyed the game. And uh, there's no option to play it any other way than in real time. Cool. That's really awesome. Uh, I would... And there's a sequel. I think there's two sequels to it. I the the last <laughs> also recommended that vein. Uh, <laughs> phone is very. That's another cool like uh, um, face game. A little bit. Oh. Oh. I think we're losing you a bit. It's, it's very very pretty. <laughs> Uh-oh. We lost you a little there, Pat. What were you recommending? Oh, uh, it's a game called A Normal Lost Phone. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a it's another cool game in that vein. I really enjoyed a normal Lost Phone. I'd say that it's like very similar to yeah. um, is it called Her Story, the detective game? Yep, Her yeah. Story. We, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's basically like a fake phone in space, and you're mm-hmm. um, searching through it to try and find what's happened to the owner of the phone and why they've lost it. Also, I've done a second one. Damn, it looks like there's a games actually i'm looking at them now i've only played the first one i have the second one i downloaded the second one and started playing it but i will say i lost like there's about a dozen one. of them wow <laughs> jeez yeah. i yeah. can really really recommend the first one i expect <laughs> there's a million because they're super easy to make yeah. Um, yeah literally you play it through your notifications a lot of the time so i'll just pop up on screen and like you don't even have to unlock your phone to carry on playing the game which is really cool um, also, you were talking about Solitarica. I meant to say, I'm a huge fan of two iPhone games. One that I play pretty much every day called Flip Flop Solitaire, which is just a really, really well-made solitaire game. Uh, and it's got like achievements, and it's got like really addictive metrics. Um, and then uh, the other one I would say is. Um, a miracle Merchant. So I don't know whether anyone's seen it, but basically it is uh, you can buy you have cards which are different colours, and you combine them to make a potion for people who come into the shop. Um, the artwork's really really cool, um, and uh, that's mostly why I think it's great. Uh, it's just really nice artwork and really fun to play, and you can play it in like ten minutes. Hmm. Um, I'm just pull, trying to see if I can pull it up so I can show you guys very quickly and like. The artwork is like all oh, hand drawn yeah. style, and it's nice. really cool looking. Yeah, I like how for uh, this f- first podcast of the year, we're recommending text based things and solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely think all of the games I'm recommending, except for Flip Flop, came out in like 2014. <laughs> yeah, well. Yakuza Kiwami, baby, and Yakuza Zero. <laughs> Yakuza Kiwami. Do they have the? Um, original american voiceover by michael no Madden. no and uh what is it uh quentin flynn uh the voice of raiden raiden is not uh majima disappointing i'm not playing it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay uh did pat tell us what he's playing are we ready to move on or what's pat playing i did not i just uh, just reconnected to uh <laughs> I played a, a few games um, <clears throat> quite a bit. Uh, I played a lot of Horizon uh, and a lot of uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, actually. Mm. And then finally, a lot of Star Wars Battle. The one I want to play, Battlefront, because I think that's the one that struck me the most, that had the widest between my expectations I got. Um, so I kind of got sucked in. So I went to go see. The Last Jedi, a Star Wars kick, and it was half off. Um, and it was just like, fuck it, I'll just get this and play it, and if it's bad, I'll feel stupid, and I won't that I made that horrible mistake. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out, I think that game is really fun. It's a really good multi got uh, I think a cool campaign that is a lot more interesting than what 
of what I've heard a lot of people say. I think that the the writing is pretty cool, and it's an interesting Star Wars story that feeds right into the beginning of The Last Jedi. They've done some free content updates uh, at the decision, the decisions that were made around the progression, the pay to win stuff really sucks because without that, if they had just like released it in the state it's in and never made buying boxes an option, it may have changed some of the conversation around that game. Um, because the game that I'm playing, there isn't really any pay to win. Those boxes you get through in-game currency and frankly, unless you're really into like competitive East Battlefront, it doesn't matter. The cards are like 3% faster reload. Hmm. Does it play better than Battlefront 1? Oh, oh, I think him? we lost Pat again. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, is he playing the... I guess, well, you talk about loot boxes, so I guess he's playing the EA Battlefront 2, but you guys saw that Battlefront, like, Battlefront 2, the original, is getting patches on Steam. Oh, is yeah. it really? Yeah, like it's gotten nice. two patches in like the last four months. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. That's crazy. I haven't looked into what they're doing, what the patches actually are, but uh, it's gotten a few patches. Um, patching in loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to play a game uh, called Battlefront 2 without loot boxes. <laughs> I, like, get them on the back end. I feel like what maybe what Pat's saying is similar to like my feelings having seen Justice League, like, it's uh, something that I had such low expectations for that when it wasn't absolute trash, uh, I enjoyed it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Tempered expectations. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've often found that low expectations can make me really enjoy something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been on a Star Wars kick too, so might have to take a look. Also, speaking of low expectations, why don't we talk about 2018 games? (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Well done! Wow! Give me one second. I'm going to pull something up for the stream here, which is a nice fancy spreadsheet. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. Most exciting. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, spread them. (laughs) oh dear (laughs) alright so the audience is able to follow along here I'm on the full list right now okay excellent alright so what I thought I'd do is just go through and uh, kind of read them out uh, a month at a time if that makes sense and read out all the games yep well, okay. I'm going to read out all the ones that people have said they're interested in Okay. Okay. okay I could read out all the games uh, no, I'm not reading out all the games. I just no, no, no. Games. no, 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 no. That, that's why I was I was like, <laughs> don't know what some of these are. Let's just start start straight away with January. So, um, on our consolidated list of things that we are interested in uh, as a group, we've got Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> not sure how to pronounce that. I, I don't, I don't know. know either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter World and Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. So I'm the only person who said they were interested in Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, the first game of the year. 
Um, uh, and I can tell you there's one reason I'm interested in it, and it's because Sakura is being added to the game, and she is my Street Fighter character. Mm. So I feel like I'll finally be able to play Street Fighter Five with some degree of uh, skill uh, or muscle memory, at least. <laughs> uh, so I'm just excited to play Sakura again, the Street Fighter game, and that's pretty much the only reason I'm excited for that game. So uh, let's go on to um, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, uh, Resident Dragon Ball. Uh, yes, Goku Andre. Uh, I've been watching Dragon Ball Super so I can get caught up with who all these new characters are before the uh, game comes out. Uh, and that game just it looks really good. Like uh, the like in motion, it looks really good. Uh, it's Dragon Ball art style, so it's like yeah, you know what you're getting. Uh, and it looks like I've not not played any like fighting games in that style. Uh, I'm not like a fighting game guy usually, but uh, I'm glad to see them move away from like the Xenoverse stuff and just get into like okay, it's a fighting game. Like that's why you're playing Dragon Ball. It's because you want to fight, do all the cool moves. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. I'm excited for that. I might pre-order it. You shouldn't pre-order games, but I'm gonna probably pre-order that in the next <laughs> game we're gonna talk about. I want the early access to blue hair Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I might pre-order Monster Hunter World, which is the next game uh, on my list. I'm, yeah, I might pre-order that as well. Uh, that I'm beta is pretty good. Uh, the beta is pretty good on that. Uh, they've got another one coming. Uh, I think like around the weekend before the game comes out. Yeah, and it's got new content in it, so you can... And by playing the beta, you can unlock stuff for when you get the full game, which is cool. Um, yeah, that game looks really good. Uh, I don't know what your guys' history is with uh, Monster Hunter. Um, I've played a few of the games, like way one way back on the PSP. And it's weird how similar the games are. Like, they've added stuff, but it's still a Monster, ass, monster Hunter ass Monster Hunter game. <laughs> Monster oh, ass monster hunter. Monster ass <laughs> monster. I've always had a really hard time getting invested in those games, given that they're like on handheld. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, always been my all, struggle. It's been a weird thing, like having such like these massive, like cool fights on like yeah. this tiny little screen. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, I, I keep trying. I, I keep I, Monster Hunter is one of those games where I'd really like to be into it. It seems like something I'd really like to, but I, I every time I try to play one, I just don't. It, it takes. It doesn't really stick with me. I think there's there is that kind of curve that yeah. this kind of difficulty curve that I just haven't been able to get to. I, I I'm interested in trying Monster Hunter World. It looks pretty cool. So we'll see if yeah. I if that's the one that sticks for me with Monster Hunter. I think try out the open I beta. Yeah, I think I, Monster I Hunter. Will. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to try the beta as well. I've bounced off every Monster Hunter because they've been a bit too animation priority, which I find really difficult. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Zelda was Zelda Breath of the Wild in particular was kind of quite close to that sort of style of combat. Like you know, when you press your button, you commit, etc. And like I played that for 95 hours, so I think I'm ready for a real one. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say that since the advent of like so many popular Dark Souls games and like Bloodborne and stuff yeah. like that, that's probably opened the door to Monster Hunter for a lot of people that maybe previously yeah. wouldn't have considered it. Yeah. Uh, there's just a ton yeah, of I, fun variety in that combat. I was talking to, uh, it's like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely planning on picking up World. Um, 
and hopefully we'll be able to convince my girlfriend to play it with me. Um, <laughs> she's never played any Monster Hunter, but we were playing Horizon uh, over the last week. I was like, you know, this whole like shoot off certain parts of the robot that you really, really like is kind of like this whole Monster Hunter thing. What if the game was just that and you just did that for hundreds of hours? Apparently, they made like ranged weapons not suck because you couldn't move on like the mobile ones. You just can't move while you're like using the gun lancer or anything. But, yeah, but yeah, that's what I've heard. And that's a huge different now. Ben, I think that's going to be huge for a lot of people because yep. um, before playing a ranged character was tough. Yeah. I'm hoping that we can do a stream which is like, teach me Monster Hunter, Andre. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we can try. I, I, so, I, I forgot honest, how to attack when I played the beta. I was like, wait, what button? I was kept trying to use the shoulders. It's not the shoulders. It's like square and triangle. The <laughs> one that I got deep into was Monster Hunter 4, and I know that that's like one of the less yeah. complicated ones to understand. Like I know they simplified some stuff in that, mm -hmm. as was my understanding anyway. Mm. But I didn't think once I kind of got it out of my head that it was too hard and too complex, it, it actually isn't that horrible, really. I mean, it, it's yeah. just understanding the way that the gear works and the way that skills work with the gear. Yeah. 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 Other than that, I mean, it's all stuff you can learn pretty quick. Uh, and it doesn't take, like, dozens of hours to learn to play it. I think there's a lot of... It's been built up a lot by people um, as this crazy yeah barrier to entry thing but it's not that bad anymore mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i feel like as somebody who's just uh, heard about it and never even attempted to play it i've always heard you need a monster hunter senpai in order to get into it so hearing that you don't really need one is making it sound more accessible to me it just, it's, hel it's helpful to have a wiki there so you can like yes. look up like what because it's kind of like dark souls where it like will say a thing but not actually tell you what it does so you'd be like okay mm -hmm. what do i actually want this skill like what does it do because there's a lot of similarities between the games, though, uh, I forget the name of the website, Andre, maybe you know it. They talked about it on 8.4 a while back. That's what helped me get into it. But there's this really great, if you search for Monster Hunter training tips or something. Guardian Hunter. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. If you if you go there, uh, the games are have such general stuff that carries over from game to game that even if even on Monster Hunter World's launch day, you'll be able to go to that site and read about some stuff from past games, and it'll help prepare you for what's in the world. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Yep. Speaking of games with weird uh, oh, kind of <laughs> kind of hard to get into, what about Final Fantasy uh the Dissidia? Yeah, I tag that because I really 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 loved the last Dissidia game. Mm -hmm. Um it's it was kind of like I don't know, it's it's a little bit like a virtual on kind of fighter, a little tiny tiny bit. Um and I thought it was a really cool game with a cool uh, like campaign sort of story thing. The story itself is garbage, but um, the the kind of adventuring around the world and getting into the different fights was neat. And I don't, I kind of have been more into the later Final Fantasy games. I didn't play it, like I have never played Final Fantasy VI. That's my big gaming shame. Uh, but uh, I, I, I uh, <laughs> I still thought it was fun to to like throw those characters against each other, and uh, it's got a lot of neat systems, and it's really exciting that this one's going to be on PS4, because that's another game that the biggest knock I had against it was playing it on handhelds was just hard to get into, I think, for a lot of people. Did so you I'll be interested to, if it looks good. 
it'll be it'll be really fun. I think. Yeah. Did you get into yeah. the open beta that they uh, they opened up a little while ago? Uh, no, I haven't played any of it yet. It's not super hot on my radar. It's not one of my most anticipated games or anything. Um, but uh, but I just tagged it because I think it's a, I think it'll be, it could be pretty cool. Uh, Neat. And I'm interested to see uh, see how it feels on a big screen. Next up, uh, we're moving into February. If everybody's fine with moving on, absolutely. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, so in February we have Shadow of the Colossus for PS4, uh, Dragon Quest Builders for Nintendo Switch, a certain Magical Virtual On, Owl Boy, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two, both for Nintendo Switch, and Pac-Man Championship Edition Two Plus for the Nintendo Switch. So let's go right back to the beginning of the month and talk about Shadow of the Colossus. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll replay that on whatever uh, system they port it to. <laughs> so yeah. I never finished it, the original PS2 version of it. Uh, I played like half of it and remember really loving it, And but I don't know why I never finished it. It's one of those games that I look back and go, why didn't I play through the rest of that? But I didn't care that much about the re-release, and then I saw the the visual upgrade in some trailers, and <laughs> that immediately was like, okay, I'm going to play it. Who, Again, who's ha- who's handling the uh, the port of that? Because I know it's not Team Eco. Oh well, hmm. then I have no it idea. Looks like, I, I just pulled it up on uh, Wiki, and it looks like Bluepoint, and they developed the earlier oh, yeah. remaster. Yep. Oh, okay. They That's, do good work. Yeah, very stuff. They did the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, and that is... Uh, oh, that's a good collection. That is a good uh, upgrade. Okay. And the I visuals... Wonder, yeah. I wonder how much of this is they spent so long on... Uh, what, what's that? Last Trico, Guardian? Trico Last Guardian. Last Guardian. They spent so long on that and, like, upgrading the tech and stuff. They're like, we need to get our money out of this. Just like uh, a game that comes out maybe in March from another company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're just like we need to like do something with this tech and Lasca or Shadow of the Colossus made the most sense because it's it's got maybe furry but stuff in it. The the no. yeah the visual upgrade is incredible. Yeah yeah the, yeah. the furry stuff on the Colossi are is definitely the yeah. thing that caught my eye. It's like shit. I want to play that. <laughs> I don't say that to disparage the game. Just like, no no not at all. That was a, that was a weird uh, poll. But yeah, for them to do. I thought it was a super weird announcement as well. Yeah yeah. I mean. Shadow of the Colossus is a fantastic game, though. So I think, especially if people hadn't played the original PS2 one, because it had a lot of caveats to play it, like the frame rate would sometimes just die. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I tried to. I never played it when it came out, but um, I tried to play it on PlayStation Now. Um, it was one of like the earlier games put on that, and that was when PlayStation Now wasn't working as well as it does now. So yeah. you know, it was really a rough play. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that one. I'd too. like to go back to it. Speaking of going back to things, uh, Dragon Quest Builders is coming out on Nintendo Switch, and I made a note on this because everybody should play this game. It's so good, <laughs> dude. It's it's not what you would expect at all. It's just so good. Yeah, it's super fun. It's essentially like Terraria, but like 3D set in the Dragon Quest universe, and it's got a fun story. Like It has a story, which surprised me. Um, the thing that kind of kept me away from it originally was I felt like 
from the footage I saw that it was kind of a guided path for how you upgrade things and how you go about the base building. And I, that seemed less interesting than just actually being able to build whatever I want. It is for so a while. It's got an upgrade tree. Yeah. Um, so you can build what you want that you've unlocked. Yeah. If that makes sense. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so it, it is gating your progression, but it's not necessarily like pigeonholing you to doing it exactly okay. the certain way. Mm. Cool. All right. Yeah. I would play that on Switch in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. played it, but it looks like it'd be a perfect Switch game. So I, I'm, I I'm interested. For it. So Sam, what's up with a, vir- a certain magical virtual on? Is this is this in like the certain magical index and all of that kind of series? Yep, so it's a crossover between Virtual On and a certain magical index. That's pretty rad. Uh, this is, no joke, one of my most interested in games for the first half of 2018. It's It looks incredibly weird. I played a lot of Virtual On on the Saturn in like the 90s, and I actually never finished the arcade for that game because it was mm. so hard. Uh, it's an incredibly weird, incredibly fun game. Uh, or at least I remember it being from when I was about 13, 14, maybe. Uh, and I'm just excited to play Virtual On again. I like mechs. I want to see mechs punch like magical children. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's like a really good game. Yeah, I can get behind that platform. <laughs> it might not be that good, but it, they've, they've sold a copy to me. Make Virtual On great again. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh. So I guess my uh, I'm the only one who really said, had anything to say about Owlboy, right? Um, I I put my name on it, but you I, I don't have much to say. Oh, just, okay. So, so I think Owlboy is it came out in 2016, and uh, I was actually looking back through my Game of the Year list because I keep Game of the Year lists every year, and mm-hmm. uh, 2016 has some really good games that had Doom, Witness, Hitman, Titanfall 2, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch, like a bunch of really good stuff, right? And on my list, Owlboy's number one, because like that game is spectacular. Like I really loved it. Um, it was the first one of those kind of retro style games that really hit me just just the right way and made me feel like, oh man, I'm like six years old playing a SNES game again. Like it's the first one to really do that for me, maybe in the 2000s. <laughs> and it's just it's great. It it it's beautiful. It's has an amazing soundtrack. It's uh, mechanically really fun. So um, I think the fact that it's finally coming to consoles will maybe help it from being criminally under like underappreciated. Like I feel like a lot of people overlooked it. Uh, and I'm really hoping that the console release uh, brings it to a wider audience because it definitely deserves it. Yeah, it's a game that I'd really... I, I actually never finished it, which which is one of those things where I really wish I sh- would have finished it. But I'm, I'm excited to put it get it on my Switch. Uh, I think it would be a good home for that. But it's a gorgeous game, and just moving around in the world uh, is really nice. So it, it's, it's a lovely game, so I'm, I'm excited to... Yeah, it is a surprising... It. it has a surprisingly compelling story. I don't know how far you got, but it gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a, I got always, but I don't know if I quite got that far so did um without spoiling did you get to like the airship part and a little beyond that uh, i don't think i did okay because that's where it starts getting a little dark and i kind of really love that because i wasn't expecting it <laughs> i'll have to uh, i I'm, I'm definitely gonna get this on switch so i'm, I'm excited too yeah. i think it'd be a perfect switch game yeah 
Anyways, that's all. Getting things on Switch. There's two Bayonetta games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Wait, before we go on that, I, I, sorry, quick question. Is that Elboy segment thinking of a good segue? I have a quick question. Uh, so we have Bayonetta, Bayonetta 1 and 2. Is 3 not out this coming year or is it the next one? I believe it's out this year. I think it's out this year, but they don't have a date on it. Okay. Yeah, they've never said 2018, but there's um, okay. a lot of posts on the Switch Reddit saying late 2018. Okay. okay so, uh, uh, if yeah. there's a direct later this month, which I don't think has been confirmed, but is theorized to be happening, usually they do one in January, mm-hmm. they might give us a date on Bayonetta 3. But I still never played Bayonetta 1 for some reason. Uh, I got Bayonetta... I haven't played any of them. Yeah. I got Bayonetta 2 on the Wii U, because I bought a Wii U at one point. Uh, it was on sale. I worked at Toys R Us. I got a discount, whatever. <laughs> uh, Bayonetta 2 is real good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and it is great that they put it putting it out again so more people can play it because that game's a lot of fun yeah. uh and i'll finally play bayonetta one because i've wanted to do that forever yeah that's interesting because i'm the opposite where i played bayonetta one but i never played bayonetta two even though i had a wii u so i really had no justification for not playing bayonetta two <laughs> but I, i'm really excited for it to get onto switch and then play bayonetta three because those games are fun Bayonetta yeah. 1 was really fun, so I'm, I'm excited to play that, play Bayonetta 2, and get pumped for Bayonetta 3. Yeah, those There's games... Part in Bayonetta 2 where if you wear the Star Fox costume, the uh, the jets that you're standing on turn into our wings. Oh that's God. pretty good. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> those games are great. They're Those games are kind of like platinum at the very best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're just ridiculous, but but also just really gorgeous and just fun to play. Those are the games that made me sad that the combat in Nier didn't like make me as happy as those games. <laughs> Do they have those games have any kind of like upgrade or like uh, it's like combo stuff, kind of like Double May Cry? You're unlocking like yeah. more combos yeah. and okay, unlocking more stuff. Because like I had never, I, I was, I've like never ever been compelled by a character action game before, really. And the thing that I liked. Nier's combat, I think, more than most people, because I like the chip system a lot, and mm. uh, that's mm-hmm. always been what's missing for me. But I like Devil May Cry. Okay, I played the first two of those. I thought it was. They were did you play the newest good. one, DMC? No, I didn't. I love DMC. Yeah. Well, we can get into Devil May Cry a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> and go, um, Pac-Man. The first. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. Allison. Yeah, yeah, I put that on there. Um, I actually haven't played Champion- Championship Edition two, um, but Championship Edition DX Plus is actually a surprisingly good game. I yeah, played it, it on uh, PC, and it's really fun. It's really fast paced. I've never been like a huge Pac-Man fan. It's not the game that I kind of gravitate towards if I'm playing something kind of old, an old school arcade game. But DX Plus was really fun. And yep. so having that on Switch sounds amazing. <laughs> it's it's like mind. a great boot it up when you're just like sitting, oh, you got 15 minutes to kill exactly. on a break or something. Fire up pack. Oh, yeah. That, those, those, both of those are really, really, really good. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to be able to just put, uh, bring that up and play it on, on the bus or something. I, I think it seems like a perfect game when you have a little bit of time to kill, but you want to play something pretty compelling and that you don't need to spend too much time thinking about. So, so pretty too. It's yeah. it's, re- it's surprisingly pretty. I Beautiful, yeah. I got it in a bundle. So I I I didn't know what to expect, so I just pulled it up. I was like, "Okay, it's Pac-Man 
let's just try this game. And I, I wasn't expecting anything and I really enjoyed it. Man. Yeah. Hey, as long as it has like as pumping of a tune as the original, uh, DX, you know, that main, main menu music, as long as it's got something like that, I'm in. I feel yeah. like I heard that championship edition two wasn't as good as that, the, like, there was something weird about it. That's what I heard too. Not as good, but. Uh, so I, I looked it up on steam actually, because I, I was like, I thought I heard that. And it looks like a lot of it is, um, some weird optimization, optimization uh, stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't running super great on certain PCs that could run championship addiction, uh, the first championship edition. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, uh, yeah. having it on console will make it at least you know a little bit more stable. I think it had yeah. similar performance issues at launch on uh, PS4, oh, uh, yeah. which was what really tanked it when it came out uh, because yeah. that game performance it has to be perfect. Yeah. So I mean, it could. That, I think they fixed it on PS4 though. I can't remember for sure. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it'll be better on on uh, Switch uh, yeah. at launch, but I don't. It's not something that I necessarily need to get at launch either. Yeah. It's it's just something that sounds like it'll be a good time for for a Switch. Mm. And that brings us to March. So in March we have uh, four games confirmed. It is uh, Stein's Gate Elite. Bracket A bracket. Uh, oh, that's probably a Wikipedia reference that I copied and didn't notice. <laughs> uh, I, you don't know with Sidegate, they really could be another. Given Japanese titles, I would not be surprised if that was part of the title. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, and Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, A Way Out, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, and Far Cry 5. Uh, so it looks like a lot last of minute entry. Same day, last minute entry. Uh, Devil May Cry HD Collection. I just didn't want to be a liar when I said we will get to Devil May Cry. Uh, so <laughs> it comes out in March, March thirteenth. <laughs> if you like Devil May Cry, I guess, uh, but it doesn't have DMC. I don't think it just has one through four. Also, it's missing the best Devil May Cry game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Devil May Cry four. <laughs> Actually, uh, I've only played four in uh, DMC, so I cannot say. I, I love DMC. I, it's so great and so weird. It's a good game. It doesn't come out in 2018, so I won't talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alex, uh, tell us about Steins Gate. I think I'm super psyched for the fact that Steins Gate is coming to the Switch. I think that is the perfect place to play that. And Allison, this is the game that I was oh. going to recommend to you. Yay. Because if you like stuff about like weird timelines and just the story that. that's like really crazy, Steins Gate might be the one for you. Okay, I'm excited now. Yeah, it's yeah. The like um one thing that this version of the story or th- this version of the game does like it, this exists on Steam right now. It's more or less a port of that. Um, is that Steins Gate is a really really strong anime as well, and this is Steins Gate the game here is a visual novel, but instead of just being a lot of static screens, they will also include some like clips and stuff from the anime, having the voice actors adding some extra Uh scenes with the anime and stuff like that. So it's not always just static screens. Like sometimes you'll have movement and stuff like that. So it's kind of a different take on visual novels in that way. And yeah, I think that on the switch is really great. Like I've been waiting for something 
like that for the switch, like a good visual novel for the switch for quite some time. And I think this is probably the one of the ones I'll pick up. And I really hope they bring uh Steins gate zero to the switch as well. Uh, that the anime version of that is coming out in summer this year, I believe. So I wouldn't be surprised if that gets some kind of surprise release. I hope they just bring the original Steins gate game out on a modern system. Yeah. You can't find it. I mean, I think you can buy it digitally on PS. Pardon me, digitally on PS4, but right with the original yeah. art, you mean? Mm, God yeah. knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, the anime is quite good, especially the uh, the dubbed version of the anime. I've never finished it, but the dubbing is actually very good. Yeah, it's one of the few animes where the dubbing is actually strong. That Dragon Ball Z baby. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, do you guys think you need to? Is there an order with which that stuff should be consumed? Because I watched the first half of the anime and really liked it. Never got back around to finishing it. Oh, man. Um, I'd like to play the game, but I don't know if they tell the same story or if I should play one than the other or play the game first. Or... Um, I don't think the order really matters. Like, uh, And if you only saw the first half of that anime, you missed some of the craziest stuff. <laughs> oh, I know. That's what I'm told. Yeah. yeah. Um, Isn't Zero an alternate timeline of... Steins Gate, the anime. It's a continuation of one of the endings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe I'll just skip. Maybe I'll just watch it and be ready for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a fantastic watch. Um, yeah. I, I think playing it is also really good because you know they can go way deeper. Uh, I mean, Steins Gate, the show, is twenty-four episodes, so it's still fairly long. But obviously, yeah. a visual novel can get get way deeper. So mm. yeah, but you'll be fine if you just watch the anime. Uh, regardless, I'm looking forward to adding that to my switch library <laughs> cool sounds good how about yakuza 6 the song of life i mean <laughs> we already talked a little bit about yakuza earlier on that um, game came out in 2016 what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> andre's uh, living in the future yeah definitely it's monday one. One. <laughs> although uh, it'll be monday for me in 57 i minutes, could go out, so. i could go out to the store and buy that right now <laughs> um Yakuza 6 looks really cool. I'm sure I'll get to it in 2019. I am really excited about that. Um, I, I do not have the hang up of feeling like I need to play every game in the series before I get to it. Uh, so <laughs> once I, I'm going to finish Kiwami first, uh, and then I will get that when it comes out. And then yeah, I'm I will about slowly make my it. way through it. I'm hoping Kiwami 2 comes out. I would like to played that because it has been remastered i i can deal with not playing three four three four and five um as long as i can i don't know watch a youtube compilation of what's going on yeah i I'll, I'll that's one of those games where i really like zero but i'm still nowhere near finishing zero so we'll see when mm. i get to uh six or even kiwami I'll I'll play anything they put New Japan wrestlers in. So yeah, <laughs> very excited. Kiwami, yeah, Kiwami Two just came out a month ago here in Japan. Um, so it might be a while before it gets a Western release. Yeah, probably. The English see. localization based on uh, previous games. Yeah. Like I said, uh, like six, six months came ago. out like uh, six came out two years ago. Yep. See you in twenty twenty, Kiwami Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but didn't Kiwami come out like last September in the West and then like last March in Japan? I guess the translation's already been done. 
Uh, yeah, there is like extra stuff, like the Majima Everywhere stuff that they added. Um, let's see. Uh, worldwide, August. It, no, so it came out uh, 21st, January 21st, 2016 uh, in Japan, and then worldwide, uh, August 29th, uh, 2017. So it was a year and a half, at least, yeah. like more than a year and a half. I think I'm just going to go straight on to six. I think, uh, <laughs> I yeah. Think I uh, now at this point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, now that uh, the game, like, Yakuza 0 catching on um, really hard, it seems like, uh, I think might get them to, like, bring stuff over quicker. Uh, maybe. But... Hopefully. Hope so. I think that we'll end up getting, like, a Yakuza collection at PSX this year. And it'll be like, and it's available next week. <laughs> it's available in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, they're going to take out, it's just going to be one continuous story. They're going to take out all like the breaks. It's just going to go from zero through six or seven or whatever they're on at that point. <laughs> With Dead Cell or Dead Souls. Is it Yakuza Dead Souls? There's like a yeah, zombie spinoff and you fight a tiger. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm still upset that the weird Edo era Japan one never got released in the West. Uh, yeah. Cool. They I might do that now. Uh, they've yeah. got. Uh, so I heard, I think it was on Twitter, I saw something about, like, there's a... So one, there's two things. One, Phoenix Wright is Majima's attorney. What? <laughs> like, Majima shows up in a Phoenix Wright game. Uh, and then two, there's, like, a bit of lore in one of, like, the side games that's, like, uh, Kiryu comes around all the time, and the reason he keeps getting in fights is uh, other gang leaders send their, like, new people to fight Kiryu is like a hazing thing. So that's why all these people just run up and fight you on the street. It's because their bosses tell them like, oh yeah, no, go kick this guy's ass. And then you just like beat them down. And it's like a hazing ritual. <laughs> nice. I'm really enjoying playing with Majima at the moment with the giant baseball bat. Yep. Like some folks run at me and they're like, hey man, we, we're going to take you out. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's not a game that comes out in 2018. A Way yeah. Out is a game that comes out in 2018. Uh, yeah, I'm just super excited about it. Yo, fuck the Oscars. Yeah, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> I really don't like that guy. <laughs> Brothers I, I is a really good game. Brothers is an I, amazing I, game. Yeah, I play, I play than Brothers. Still aren't 10 <laughs> games better than Brothers. <laughs> Brothers is a really good game. And I think that yeah. I understand that guy's like the, that guy's quirkiness. I get it. I don't think he's necessarily a bad person, or anything, but man, that was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have a, much of an opinion one way or another. But Brothers was so good, and I'm yeah. I, the uh, E3 footage seemed really really cool. Um, yeah. I don't I I I I am of two minds of the forest or of it being. Um, nothing but co-op, um, just because I feel like that means I'm going to have to get somebody and yell at them until they let me play this with them. <laughs> I, I just don't know anybody who's really that excited about it uh, in person. So it's one of those... Um, I, it I does have online playing, co-op. Yeah, yeah. I prefer playing single player, though, so I'm like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for this game, but I, I assume that that's for some gameplay or story reasons and so i expect it's because it's really hard to code an ai partner and <laughs> for them to move and you're not wrong, realistically. 
what what yeah, I'm most that. sorry, I was gonna say what I'm most interested with that game is that a lot of the footage they've shown, like the first time they th- showed it at E3, it was basically all in the prison, and then like the last twenty seconds was them outside of the prison. But like the last time they showed it at the Game Awards, it was like none of it was in the prison. So I'm curious about how much of it, it like how, what's that split in the actual game? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really hoping that it's like ninety minutes, two hours long. I want to be able to play that whole thing like a couple of times. I play it with my other half uh, and possibly with a friend. You get two copies as well when you buy it, apparently. Oh, that's good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. When you buy it, it comes with a code. You can give it to a friend who doesn't live with you. That's awesome. That's nice. All right. I guess. Good. Yeah, I I I have a new date game. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen anything of that game. The E3 footage was cool, but I guess I didn't. I'm still not sure I get it because I watched it a couple of times and I was kind of like, it's a co-op adventure game. And I don't know that I understand, like, I understand it why it's as, like, revolutionary as he seems to think it is, but it yeah. looks interesting. Uh, it, it, if it's two hours long, I don't know what they're, like, how they're positioning it in terms of pricing and stuff. But I think it's meant to be four hours long, I have to say. Yeah, um, but I just want it to be two hours long. <laughs> sure. yeah. Four hours long. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. But I thought I don't know. I really loved Brothers, and I thought it did some really interesting things, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially with the whole um, two thumbsticks and mm-hmm. and the ending, which made me cry. So it, I, I thought I, I, it's, I'm at that point where I have no idea how it's going to play, but I kind of want to trust it's it. Very Brothers. It's very interesting to play Brothers as a co-op game. I don't know if anybody's done that. Oh but no! I held. I played it with my brother, like controlled. Like we took a half of the controller, and it's a fascinating oh like, experiment in control. That's really cool. Yeah. Play the whole game, but that part with the rope and the swinging. Oh god! <laughs> uh, there's. I'm sure parts of it that just wouldn't work that way. But we played for a little bit, and it was a very interesting thing. Man, you could, you could certainly do it. I'm just that, that seems like it'd be a really tough part. Yeah, I feel like that Animals game. I feel like Brothers would be a really good Switch game if you're doing the separated Joy Cons. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be cool. No, Joseph yeah. Farris would never let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, next game is our most looked forward to game of the year. <laughs> Nino Kuni Two. Apparently. I don't. I I'll, gonna... I'll essentially play any JRPG. So I'm an easy mark for this one. Does it have Mr. Drippy in it? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Forget it. Fuck. I have Pass. not seen him. I have not seen <laughs> <laughs> So I never finished. Did anyone finish the first one? Uh, I no, I really want to. <laughs> it was on PS Plus, so like I played I played it, but I got to like there's a genie boss fight. Like that game's mm. weirdly difficult, I felt mm. like. Yep. I, I, so I don't know. Weird. It was it was weird. Uh, I got to like this genie. And I was like, "Fuck this!" So, and also, like, I had a PS. I think I was. Eh, I might have been playing with a PS4 controller, just plugged straight into my PS3. But <laughs> uh, like, the art in that game was really good, and yeah. like, I want to. I wanted to get more into it, but it just it was like an old game. By the time I started playing old game, by the time I started playing it, so yeah, that's fun too. I fell off. So it's, it's I, interesting. I have pretty strong feelings about the first game. Uh, like, I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan. I love Joe Hisaishi, and I love Level Five. So it was like hitting on every cylinder. Like I have one of these, which there's only like 500 in the world. 
Yeah. Like it's super yeah. like you could only order it from Bandai's store and stuff like that. So I was like all in and I didn't like that game at all. Oh, no. <laughs> like I got about it's like a 50 hour game. I got like 30 hours in and at some point I was just like, I can't play this anymore. Like the mm. big problem I had with it was the fact that you had the party that was full of AI and if you wanted to like you didn't really have that much control over them and they would just get themselves killed all the time yeah. and like if you switch to them like then your main character would just like start dying all the time and stuff and i was just like oh this combat just feels terrible by yeah, the end like yeah, by was... the point by the time you have like a party of four like the boss fights just got to be just so terrible i felt i was really sad because like i was super hyped for that game i just i hope they fix all these problems for nino kuni 2 i'll still play it but i'm just a little yeah. bit more cautious about it this time yeah yeah yeah, I just love the aesthetic of it so much. And oh, every yeah. so often I get into this like Studio Ghibli, like I need to consume something vaguely Studio Ghibli-esque. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to consume something vaguely Studio Ghibli-esque, you should watch Made in Abyss. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's This is separate from games, but that uh, the lead artist on that was the lead environmental artist from uh, Studio Ghibli movies like Hell's Moving Castle and uh, Spirited Away and stuff. Okay, I'm getting so many... I uh, haven't watched it good uh, recommendations <laughs> i'm like two episodes in and definitely the environmental art is stand out yeah i'm to it as well i really like it so far yeah yeah me too anyways uh, <laughs> un- unrelated to games out. moving on specifically far cry 5 yes oh, yay i'm excited yeah <laughs> 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 So I've just decided that I've decided that I'm the only that like Ubisoft games are perfect and that I'm the only one who understands that and that everyone else is crazy. <laughs> you, Ubisoft <laughs> makes a good game. Game of the year, so I'm with you. <laughs> I just uh, Far Cry Five looks awesome. Just uh, what what about it has you all hyped up? Uh, mostly. <laughs> Shooting alt right people in Montana <laughs> for hours, um, but uh, so it's also the, the yeah. co-op for the whole game. Is the big thing too, I think that's really really mm-hmm. cool, and that's okay. part of why I'm so excited about it because I have somebody to play it with. So mm-hmm. um, I think without that, I probably wouldn't be nearly as hyped about it. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Far Cry Three. Um, I, I didn't play as much of Four, but I, I really. Oh, for, I, I I need to play more of four, but I just I didn't. But I think part of that was also because I had really gotten into three, and then I played four not too long after it. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm a little bit uh, far cried out. But uh, the setting for Far Cry Three Five sounds seems really interesting. I, I'm I'm really excited that they're um, kind of leaning into that uh, that setting. And yeah, I, I if it's more if it's pretty if it's going to be fairly similar to the Far Cry Three, hopefully making some adjustments and changes. And in the setting, I'm 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 going to be really excited. Did Did anybody here play or like uh, Far Cry Primal? I didn't. It's on my list. I haven't played it yet, but I hear good things from people whose opinions I trust. Yeah, I've, uh, I've quite a bit. I've heard very mixed things, but I haven't I haven't personally played it. It's yeah. the price point was the problem with that game. I think. Have you been following like any of the pre coverage of Far Cry Five or like anything like that? Enough to know that there's some troubling stuff with some of yeah. the, um, I think, some of the visuals and some of the, like they've kind of gone back and forth on how far they're leaning into that oh, yeah. theme. 
Um, mm. but I don't know. We'll have to see if that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. really does pan out. Because um, yeah. it does seem like they've kind of backed away from yeah how intense oh, they're going after specific sound- groups. Yeah, 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 it sounds like they made some choices to keep that game from going too far in any one direction. Mm. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. But those games, Ubisoft games in general, I think are kind of like um, I've I've kind of come into the realization that those are sort of my style of game, stuff like that, and The Witcher and things that are like, here's a big map, here's a bunch of icons, go clear them yeah. out. Um, yeah, there's something really satisfying, especially uh, like just the kind of gameplay loop of, of like Far Cry 3, where you're finding that new tower and then you have all these things come up and then you have to kind of clear it out. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily the, the best method, but it's really, it's really fun and it's really um, kind of addicting. So well, they, they change that up for origins a bit. So maybe they'll, a, a little bit, maybe they'll change it up for uh, Far Cry 5. Could You'll be. See. They're kind of gaming junk food in a way, but, yeah. yeah, I like it. Exactly. I, I wouldn't even say that, but I, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about I. I will believe it when I see it for for sure. for uh, Far Cry Five. Fair enough. I, I hope that game does, sticks its landing and does cool stuff. Yeah, I'm just mm, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm interested because I love Justified, and it just looks like Justified the game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, give me give me all of that. Well, they always set their big open worlds in, I'm, and this is very much a like a people in the like for me like being in the U.S. thing. But they always set their games in like Ghost Recon is in Bolivia, and Assassin's Creed games are always, of course, all over the world. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what their take on rural America is. I think. Yeah. Well, you Americans got an Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed game before I did. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Well, I, I mean, true. your, your yeah. Assassin's Creed was better than our Assassin's Creed, so by far, yeah, like by like a wide, by a very wide. <laughs> Syndicate was actually good, so that was yeah. odd, though. So. Man, this podcast made me think about Assassin's Creed Three. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> Connor wasn't a bad character, at least. No, no, no it's I did like tutorial. Really, I felt bad that it was like twenty-five hours long. Yeah, Ugh. we should do a full podcast episode about how Assassin's Creed is like in my three favorite series ever. We should do a full podcast about how bad Assassin's Creed Three is. <laughs> no, but I feel like I'd have to replay Assassin's Creed Three before doing that. And I don't. That's not... all seared in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to replay it though. Yeah, <sighs> I'm sure PewDiePie, PewDiePie played it at one point and like assassinate a guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on. There's one game announced for April, which is Trails of Cold Steel 2. One game that we care about. Yep, yep. Um, I put my name next to that one because I played Trails of Cold Steel 1 on the Vita about four years ago, and it's a really, really competent JRPG. Um, It's kind of like... um, a more fantasy version of Persona. Hmm. So it's got social links. Um, it's got a really good combat system. Um, it reminds me a lot of Valkyria Chronicles 2, if anyone played that. Yeah, those Valkyria Chronicles um, runs. Valkyria Chronicles 2, uh, much better than Valkyria Chronicles 1. Uh, the PSP exclusive sequel. 
uh, to Valkyria Chronicles 1. Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah, Charles and Cold Steel 2, I'll buy on release, even though I have no idea what that game is, and I've heard nothing about it. <laughs> Every game of that series is good, so... Who who makes who makes this? I have absolutely no idea. Let's give it a quick Google. I'm googling right now. Falcom. <laughs> I have it up on on Wikipedia. It looks like it's a it's an X Seed release developed initially by Falcom. Oh okay. Uh, Nihon Falcom. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they just make trail, uh, Legend of Heroes games and Trails of Cold Steel has been my favourite Legend of Heroes game that I've managed to get to. I've only managed to play three of them across the whole saga, but mm-hmm. um, Trails of Cold Steel is definitely the best one. Okay. It's like, Do you um, think you... As you say, it's Sorry. like a military school persona, <laughs> if that makes sense. If like a persona game was set at a military school for wizards <laughs> and... Sorry, what's up, Pat? Do you think this would be a game you could get into if you haven't played any of the other Legend of Heroes game? I'll tell you in April. <laughs> no, I mean the first one. <laughs> Roughly April the first, one, the first one looks the really cool. One, oh, the first one's standalone. Okay, cool. uh, So it's out on Vita and I think Steam. Yeah, it's on so, PC as well. Yeah, if it's, if it's cheap, I played like 40 hours of that game and didn't finish it uh, because my Vita died. Um, and there's no way I was buying a second one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I just would love to replay any of those games, and especially if it's quiet time in April. It's perfect time to get stuck into a JRPG. How does it compare to games like like uh, other games they make, like Ease? I have never played another game by Neon Falcom. Okay. <laughs> I liked Ease, <laughs> so... Uh, I, I would say watch some gameplay video of it, and if it looks interesting to you, pick it up, because I thought the story was really good. Cool. Looks really cool. Steam. Yeah. It's got a really cool, like, design aesthetic as well. Um, reminds me a lot of, um, uh, what was the name of that Final Fantasy game? Type Zero, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, it yep. reminds me a lot of Type Zero. I love, Zero. Like I love Type it, Zero, so... It came out, um, I think it came out first, or maybe was near to it so there's probably a lot of crossover there but <laughs> still a really really cool game nice near you say yeah <laughs> 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 oh, my game of the year 2017 uh... so i might say <laughs> <laughs> that's like so... oh, i played i played horizon now and i'm on andre's team <laughs> no i'm still on team near but i maybe am on team horizon should have been my number two but yeah, yeah, Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been Destiny, and we all know it. Uh, uh, but, uh, so moving on to games without a release date. Yeah, there's a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace Combat Seven. Let's um, let's run through these a little bit, um, mostly because I need to be off in about 15 minutes. I expect 20 minutes. Okay. Um, being selfish. <laughs> Ace Combat 7 uh, Ace Let's Combat 7 I'll say very quickly uh, it looks great, Ace Combat 6 was awesome uh, Liberation or the whatever the one with the helicopter was terrible um, but uh, the one they did after that Liberation was actually really fun it Was the problem with it was that it was set on Earth and not in their weird world Eurasia timeline which is fucking great, it's really cool <laughs> Go back and play the ridiculous anime st- 
fighter plane stories in all of the other Ace Combat games. Um, so I'm really excited to see uh, see Ace Combat come back as in that original setting. Those stories are always bonkers and a lot of fun to play. Um, and they, uh, the last one had really cool multiplayer too. So it'd be cool to have a cool arcade light combat game with a good multiplayer again. And I feel like, isn't Ace Combat 7 the one that's playable fully in VR? On PSVR? I believe so, yep. No. So, interesting. For I'll admit PSVR some of the early footage on Ace Combat 7 looks a little... Uh, I wasn't super thrilled with it, but it's really early and I saw like 30 seconds of gameplay, so hard to judge too hard. Okay. So... Up next on this list, I've got three games with Andre's initials next to them. Wait, what about uh, Anthem? <clears throat> yeah, I put, my, I put a uh, question mark next to Anthem. Uh, let's go for Anthem then. Yeah. Um, I'm hyped for Anthem. That game yeah, doesn't come out this year. Yeah, probably not. I, I'm mixed feelings on Anthem. I have no idea if it'll be good. Well, I mean, it feels like it's going to be a definite different game for Bioware and... That could be good. That could be bad. I really have no idea. I'm just in historically really love Bioware games, so I, I, I want the I want it to be successful, just so that they don't shutter Bioware completely. My my big worry I mean, for that I'm game into what they've shown, but uh, it's EA. Yeah, so yeah that's exactly it. Is, who knows what they're not showing? Yeah, right. My, yeah. my biggest sure. worry about that game is how EA it gets. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I like Iron Man, I like Destiny, I like Bioware. I'm conceptually very down for it, but yep. I feel like it's going to be that game that looks great until it comes out. One thing is certain they have... This game is like the make-or-break game for them. I think if this mm. game doesn't do well and isn't received well, it's going to be really hard for them to recover, and I, I, I would posit if this game doesn't do well, you'll see them announce uh, a, a Knights of the Old Republic game last ditch uh, uh, work. Yeah. I, I, I mean I'd really like them to denounce the Knights of the Old Republic game so I kind of hope <laughs> yeah, for but that but... I don't think it'll be very good if they do that, unfortunately, that'd, be, go, that'd be going back on yeah. their uh, single player games aren't where we're focusing or whatever it is so. yep agreed yeah that wouldn't drive what they're saying the old but... Republic's consoles. <clears throat> so oh so I have a question yeah sorry I'm going back to the list we're looking at here Blue, I know what that is. Darksiders 3, I definitely know what that is. What is Code Vein? Code Vein is anime Dark Souls. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Vampire anime Dark Souls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that, that game looks real cool. I can't remember who's making it. Uh, who's making it? I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah, that game looks cool. Um, let's see. Bandai Namco. Oh, so it's oh. not by... Yeah, so... I don't know. Uh, game looks cool. Uh, I look forward to playing that whenever it comes out. Uh, yeah, you're a vampire. Vampire anime Dark Souls. Sick. Um, <laughs> Blaze Blue. Uh, I only put that on there. Like uh, this year, my fighting game is going to be Dragon Ball Z Fighters, but I want another Persona Arena game. And that is the closest I'm going to get because they're putting it is Persona Cross Blaze Blue oh, and maybe yeah. some oh. other stuff. Yeah, uh, like they've got Charlie Tanuko in that, uh, or you, whatever they call him in those games. Not you, Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they almost called him Charlie in those games, but then they're like, "Nah, we're gonna call him you." Uh, <laughs> it's like you, 
but you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's Charlie to me anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I want like Persona 5 Arena with like the Persona 3 and Persona 4 characters. Uh, Darksiders 3. Uh, Darksiders 1, real good game. Darksiders 2, I don't remember much of it, but it was still fun. Uh, whips and games are pretty cool. Uh, and I, I, I kind of like the aesthetic they have going with the. I think it's Fury. Uh, yeah. Like we'll see if that game comes together. Like the stuff they've shown has been kind of weird and like kind of slow-ish paced. Which like those games aren't like the fastest moving, but yeah. I feel like with like a lither character with a whip, I think I feel like it should move faster. Yeah. I'm so it's kind of weird seeing how kind of slow paced it seems. And uh, last day is gone. Uh, Kind of like what um, Pat was saying about uh, Far Cry and like seeing games placed in America. Like that game looks very much like the Pacific Northwest where I'm from, and so like that more than anything has me on board. I don't know if that game is going to come together. I'm not like, oh yeah, zombie stuff, like whatever. They're freakers or whatever they're calling them. <laughs> Such a uh, terrible thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know, Bend Studio. I like. I gotta be hopeful because you know I go to Bend sometimes. That's my Sam, home state. Uh, Sam Whitworth, who's playing the main character, likes games a lot. So you'd hope you wouldn't get in bed with something you thought might be bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like you can't tell like if a game's gonna be good by the time like you're starting to record video. Like you just don't know. Yeah. The game has hella hella zombies on screen. It's a- it definitely wins the award for the most zombies. And that's a tough s- award to yeah. win. Have you seen like those videos for like mobile games that are just like pulling clips from that like lumber mill trailer? It's no. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It's really <laughs> gross. God damn. App Store, get your shit together. Now let's talk about my uh, definitely going to be Game of the Year 2018. Oh, Detroit Become Human. To quote oh, yeah. Patrick Klepik, prepare the takes. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> I initialed that because I'm from Detroit. Um, that's the only enough. reason. Like a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's one of those where I it's I'd like it to be good, but I'm not expecting it to be good. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm worried. I, <laughs> I have a confession to make. I've completed every David Cage game multiple times. Really. Uh, I, yeah, Fahrenheit on the PS2 mm-hmm. is like one of my top games of all time. Fahrenheit is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Very, no, it's not very good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> um, uh, no, I love... Like a deadly premonition. Uh, I literally, like, sell me any David Cage game. Uh, the, the I will pre-order that game. And even when the reviews come out and they're bad, I'll play the whole thing through and tell you guys about all my favorite bits. Yeah, it's one of those where I I liked it. Like the e the E3 stuff looked pretty good, and I was and, and a lot of the themes in the game look pretty interesting. I have no idea if it's going to come together, but I'm going to keep an eye out for it. Man, so yeah. I've never played a David Cage game before, um, ever, and uh. I, you know, I, I've noticed that it's tackling some, you know, heavier subjects in terms of like domestic violence and things like that. And I heard secondhand that David Cage is maybe not the person you want to trust with that kind of thing. I would agree. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, 
I look forward to hearing people smarter than me talk about this this game. You know, he's the closest thing to a Tommy Wiseau that the game industry has, I think. Oh, man. I don't know who that's more insulting. My husband yeah, is also from Detroit and he does not want to play this language. game. Yeah. Listen to David Cage's fresh language. Emotion is. Yeah. <laughs> Emotion He's not I, as bad as Tommy Wiseau either, but he's the closest no, uh, thing there is yeah. to that in video games. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree where I, <sighs> I'm really excited to read all the think pieces about Detroit. Yeah. Perhaps more than actually play it. Hey, Pat, would you I'm, say it's. I'm extremely excited to play it. Pat, would you say it's him or would you say it's Molyneux? I would say it's him over Molyneux. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't know. Because... Uh, his, Molyneux make good games. Yeah. And David Fair Cage's enough. takes on the world. He thinks he's so smart and so good at like understanding humanity and just gets it wrong every single time <laughs> tries to say something. But guys, I, Dennis Dyack is the Tommy Wise over the game. Oh, yeah. Really. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I played a lot of Battle Cruiser. You're right. Yep. Okay. To... I agree. <laughs> Hit the gavel. Yeah. So the oh, next games on the list are both initial by me. And I, I'm shocked to my core that no one else likes Dragon Quest. So, uh, funny story. Uh, <laughs> not about Dragon Quest Builders 2. My. Uh, but my girlfriend came over and I was like, oh, you got a new phone case. She's like, yeah, my dad got it for me because he stole my PS4 to play Dragon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dragon Quest doing well over here in Japan. Slimes are still yeah. a threat. But then they still have to release it on a weekend because otherwise too many kids skip school. Yeah. Is Akira Toriyama, did he do the art for this one? Because that might get me to play it. Yeah, he's he's always in on these. Uh, the only one I tried to play before was like a nine, and I did not get very far at all. I think it was nine or ten. Um, the PS2. So one. I would say eight was the last PS2 one. The one okay, with that, that was that was the one I tried to play. Journey of the Cursed King. Um, yeah. I, I feel like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is going to be it, it's shaping up to, and I, I'm pretty convinced it's going to be the best JRPG this generation. <laughs> Um, and Dragon Quest Builders 2 is a sequel to a very good game that looks to only improve on it and it's going to pardon me, it's going to be uh, day one on the Switch so that's uh, very I cool that they're to me, to me it's an instant buy um, let's move on so uh, all I want to say is everybody give Dragon Quest a try <laughs> uh, also actually back to David Cage real quick um, Erica if you want to play David Cage's best game, Fahrenheit, is always on sale on Steam. I feel like it's always a pound or five pounds. It's, it's fun cheap. to see it through too. It's 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 yeah. I I would classify Fahrenheit the same way I would classify like uh oh, what was that kind of spy Mass game? Effect? Oh no, uh, Alpha Protocol. Uh, Alpha Protocol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would compare it to Alpha Protocol. Protocol. Yeah, okay. it's not as good as Deadly Premonition, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next, moving on, Freedom Planet 2? Freedom Planet. Yeah, that's, that, I marked that one down. Um, with how popular Sonic Mania got this year, like, I'm surprised a lot of people weren't talking about Freedom Planet back in the day, because it's like, it does a lot of the stuff that uh, Sonic Mania did right, but it did a long time ago. And uh, it also t- pulls in some like Gunstar Hero stuff, and like it's it's just really cool. It's a really, really yeah. cool... Uh, does it have Poyo Poyo? No, it does not. <laughs> not as far as I know. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the original Freedom Planet, even though I don't really like Sonic. 
but yeah, I'm looking forward to Freedom Planet 2. It looks like it's it's upping its scale quite a bit. Okay. Cool. Uh, God of War. I Oh, that's me again. <laughs> How is no one excited for God of War? It just looks like uh, the last yeah, one. I, I think I missed it on the list or something. I think uh, I did too. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm interested. interested. Yeah. I, that's a day one buy for me. It looks like a really story-heavy, um, very cinematic game. Yeah. And um, you know, as we talked about, David Cage games, uh, story-heavy cinematic games are my jam. Uh, and yeah, it just kind of looks like it looks a lot like The Last of Us to me. Yeah, like looking at it. So the I only ever played a God of War two, but I do have that. Um, I do have an interest in uh, various mythologies. Um, mm-hmm. Like that was like one of my childhood things. So I'm I'm very intrigued by this one. Yeah. The problem with God yeah. of War to me has always been like as someone who has a very deep interest in mythology as well is like God of War just like says like. We read a third of a chapter of a textbook about this mythology, yeah, and then decided we'd run it into the ground. Yeah, and it, yeah. I only played two, and it never really, you know, got it's, that deep into it, which which I yeah. would have liked. But but hopefully, it, it looks like they are making taking a little bit more of a serious approach to God of this this new God of War. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, it'll be a little bit more respectful to the Norse mythology that they're taking on for this one, but it it looked pretty nifty from the, um, from the uh, gameplay and stuff that they showed off at E3 and everything. So is, is David Jaffe involved at all with this one? I don't think so. He's too busy talking about yelling about drawn to death. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then I think this game probably has a decent chance of being respectful then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. My biggest issue with God of War has always been not, not its treatment of mythology. I, that's a very centric thing, so I wouldn't knock it too hard for that because plenty of media does that. Um, mm-hmm. It's more the way it's just Kratos is, to me has always seemed like his like the definition of one dimensional, and I always thought they were fun, but not better than like platinum games um, <laughs> or anything. So like I, I don't know. I just never really clicked for me. I just. Just he just seemed like an angry man that killed everything in his path, and there wasn't like any depth there. But but yo, his body tattoos were the ashes of his family. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the new one seems like it is going to have a lot more emotional depth. Which yeah. Is, no, I agree. Could, um, could be good. Could be I'm good. I am also looking forward to that game. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that my my other half is extraordinarily excited for that game as well. <laughs> Like she's, yeah. she's psyched. She's just like, this looks like the best thing. This is exactly what I want. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to how they treat Norse stuff. Cause Norse mythology can go places though. I'm interested in like the, the thing that is most memorable about the God of war games for me is the crazy scale of like climbing mountain sized gods. Like I wonder yeah, how they're going to do that okay. with, with the Norse mythology. Um, I think in terms of characterization, like the, the, Kratos we've been shown in the trailers reminds me loads of uh, Rust from uh, Horizon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like your adopted dad in Horizon. That for me, and like it seems like they're going for that sort of world weary dad, and I'm kind of down with that. Yep. Uh, I look forward to seeing how it is tied into the previous games, what sort of like backbending logic and uh, 
story stuff they use to like connect it to why is Kratos in Norway or where you know Scandinavia dealing with Norse mythology stuff? Totally. Yeah, that's that's I mean, kind of what Greece not that far apart. No, no, but I, why is he there? <laughs> why you know after the events of God of War three, what what has happened to Kratos? That is what I look forward to hearing about mm. and learning if it's in there. Cool. Kentucky uh, Route Zero. Yeah, I want to play this game. Is it done yet? Have they finished it? Is this the finished version? Uh, So it's done, as far as I understand, and the TV version is the finished version ported to console. Okay. How there has never been a video game to me that has been a better. I'm going to drink a glass of whiskey and sit on the couch and play this game for an hour than Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, I've been wanting to play it since it pretty much since it first launched, but I was wanting to wait until it was completed and have not had that yet. A friend forced me to play the first part at their house when it first came out. I was like, I love everything about this. And then I completely forgot about it until I saw it on this list. Same same deal for me. I never finished it, but it is haunting and beautiful and wonderful and weird and super, super cool. Yeah. Uh, the next game on the list, I think it's a typo, because it says Kingdom Hearts 3, <laughs> but that game... You, sh- you shut your mouth. <laughs> no, that, uh, yeah, uh, that game, I, I don't know when it's going to come out. You can't see me, but I'm here. Okay, uh, I thought that was a manga. I believe you. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, I, those games, I don't, I don't think it's going to fix the main problems that I have with the previous games. Mainly, like the traversal, the running around does not feel great. Um, and what I've seen in the trailers, it doesn't seem like it's going to fix that, which is a bummer. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I hope that game is better than the previous ones, but uh, the running around does not seem like it'll be great. I just, <laughs> I hope that it has less Final Fantasy and more Disney because I always found the Disney parts way more interesting than the Final Fantasy ones. Mm, the Final Fantasy parts I didn't feel were like too overbearing. It's mainly just like the main story kind of features the uh, Final Fantasy stuff, whereas the uh, Disney stuff is mainly featured in like the world to world story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the Disney stuff is kind of inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, except for like the Princesses of Heart or whatever. Sure. What is yeah. what is Project Octopath Traveler? Sorry. Oh. Uh, there's a demo for it on the Switch. Uh, it's yeah. like a like a super. It's like a 16-bit ish RPG for the Switch. Uh, who's making it? Is it Square? Is it like that JRPG factory that they? Yeah, have? I believe it is. Yeah. Oh wait, is it? Um, the, oh, yep. it's this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it was the one that had like that really arbitrary title for a long time. Yeah, that, the Project Octopath Traveler is. Oh, that, that, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I totally uh, missed out on that. Cool. I I am surprised. Like after they did the like the demo, they put out the demo, and it sounded like they like were taking the feedback right. and like kind of changing things up. So I would be surprised if that came out this year. Um, but it seems cool. Uh, seems like it'd be a good Switch game. Uh, seems like it's doing really and, cool stuff with the story. Yeah, you because they're like the Octopath Traveler comes from. There are eight characters, and they all have like their own story. They probably intermingle at the points, but you pick which character you want to play, and you play through their story, and then probably switch at some point and go through all the other stories. 
cool. play that demo, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. I'll give that a shot. Yeah, I, I I need to actually play that demo, but it looks really neat. And I'm hope, hoping it comes out this year. Yeah. Okay, that was the uh, two point, like the HD pixel art or whatever they called it, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. HD. Right. Yeah. Right. I got it. Now I remember which game that is. That's awesome. Right. Red Dead Two. Sam is muted. I think he said his headset had died, so he might not actually be able to hear us right now. Okay. Want to come back to that? Are he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have to come back to it. Like, whatever. It's Red Dead. Who cares? Hi, Sam. Oh. 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 Maybe. Can't hear you. Sam. Yeah, we can't hear you yet. I'll be right back. Okay. How about now? Yes. Oh, oh go. yay. We got you. All right. Excellent. Red Dead is Red Dead, so we should all be excited about it. <laughs> I see. I'll be in. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I'll be interested to see if it's another Rockstar game, because I think like GTA Five was, to me, kind of the, as someone who's really loved everything Rockstar's done, pretty much it's like the culmination of that. I don't think I want to play another like open world Rockstar game. Like I really hope Red Dead does something to turn it on its head a little bit. Like introduce like I don't know. I don't know what the answer for that is, but um, I really really like GTA Five, and yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for um, I'm ready for more of that. To be honest, okay. Um. Yeah, and also I think the online is going to be good. It'd be nice to get in on the ground floor of that. Yeah, I mean GTA Online yeah. is like the biggest thing ever, apparently. So, I mean, you still see like at the end of the year, there's all the what was the best-selling game of whatever year, and and, and GTA Five still manages to get amazing sales years after release. <laughs> it's kind of incredible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did anyone else catch that? <laughs> the cat's yeah. <laughs> no, We can't hear you, Eric. I just uh, oh, yeah, we can't hear you. But just your cat was so loud. Okay, I'm back. Anyways, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, the, the two boys want to go to bed, so they're fighting with each other. The <laughs> um. But yeah, I like GTA Five is the best selling game of all time, isn't it now? So it's it's up there. I, I'm I pulled it up now, and it's like there's still like Minecraft above it and Tetris, but I don't know if like it's Tetris. So, but yeah, GTA Five is everybody's played GTA Five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I finally saw that game drop below thirty dollars on a sale, like during the Steam sale, it went to like twenty seven, twenty three, maybe. We're seeing it that low. That's yeah. pretty great. It's the yeah. cheapest I've ever seen at the moment. We have a we have a, we have a comment from the chat. By the way, uh, the, the chat uh, chat oh. wants to let you know, Sam, that your kitty cat has the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> He's they're both having a great time. But, uh, <laughs> the, little, the little one is running around very very fast, chasing the big one around. Lovely. So so next we have Shenmue three. That's yep. not a real game. Isn't it's, that Yakuza no. game? <laughs> Look, Shenmue one, 1 and 2 are very I got very excited when they announced Shenmue 3. So I have to keep up that excitement. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a Kickstarter backer of Shenmue 3, if I'm honest. And they do send a, they do send a lot of updates, like every couple weeks. So they are keeping on top of it. I'm just That's worried good. I'm just worried that it's not going to be as uh as big as a lot of people are expecting it to be. Like as in like the world size and just the breadth of content. Oh, it's I'm gonna sure, be a small yeah. game, but yeah. I'm just hoping for more of that story. Sure. Actually that game might be best as a more digestible twenty dollar, you know, four or five hour game sure. rather than some big a big world. Yeah, totally. I agree with I that. I mean you can well, have a small world, world and still yeah, you can have a small world and still spend like twenty hours in it. That's what they did in the original. True. Genre. Yeah. Like that's and what I'm hoping 15 for. Fifteen of those hours just looking at your watch, waiting for the time to so you can go to bed. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, fifteen of those hours are spent in front of the gachapon machine getting capsules. That's true. <laughs> Asking about sailors. Yeah. Um, next on the list oh, is Spider Man for PS4, uh, which is oh, I'm looking forward to that too. Hands the best down, superhero. Um, yeah, the best right, superhero, right. the best fictional character. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go that far, but I will say I would agree with best superhero. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, Spider Man is like my number one fictional character of all time. Uh, I love Sunset Overdrive, and I'm just assuming this will be good. Yeah, and even if it's not great, I'll probably give it a decent shot. Uh, like, yeah, because. Man, if it if it's anything like the like Spider Man two and Spider Man three, uh, no one talks about it though because that movie's real bad. But uh, if it's anything like those games, it'll be pretty cool. Um, Has everyone here played Spider Man Web of Shadows, the best Spider Man game? No, I don't. I don't think it's my favorite, but I, I, it's a good game for sure. Yeah, uh, because it's the only one with a unique storyline not tied into a movie. Um, well. And, Ultimate Spider-Man. I don't think Ultimate. You would know better than me if it ties into a specific comic book arc, but Ultimate yeah, Spider-Man it, wasn't released around it. It does tie into um, the Venom arc from Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay, right. gotcha. But um, I, I wouldn't count that as a firm tie in any way. I mean, like Ultimate Spider-Man's good, but I, it just—I don't know. There's too many chase levels that didn't grab yeah, me. I think it was my favorite, but just because I like the style so much. The art style is really good, um, but. Web of Shadows is my favorite, definitely. And it has two storylines where you can go evil or not evil. It's mm. <laughs> great. Was that the one? Was it or which was the one where you could play as like the different eras of Spider-Man? So that's Shattered Dimensions. Yes. Right. And that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I didn't love uh, that one. I feel that like all the Beanox ones are bad. That was the one before. Yeah, I get my time. Up. Anyways, yeah, Insomniac Games rules. Hopefully, Spider-Man rocks. <laughs> yeah, here's basically. hoping. <laughs> I, I think that's probably like all jokes aside about Detroit Become Human. That is my number one most look forward to game, and has been ever since announced. Sure. So I'm just hoping it comes out, and it's good. Okay, a okay. uh, couple more games left. Uh, anyone want to talk? about The Wolf Among Us. Yeah, so um, of all the Telltale games, my personal favorite is the first season of The Wolf Among Us. I really loved it. I loved the story. Um, I haven't read all of Fables, the comics that it was based off of, but I read it enough of it so that I, I do like that. I love the aesthetic. I like the characters. So I'm really just excited to have more of that. 
And so I'm, I'm hoping that season two will be good after such a long wait. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Tropico. Who loves Tropico here? I love Tropico. I do I too. Tropico. <laughs> I don't know if we. I don't know if I want another Tropico, but I love Tropico. I didn't think like I wasn't very excited about it, but then I saw what they're adding to it, and some of the things look really cool. Like they're uh, they're adding campaign speeches to it, which I thought was weird. Um, yeah, they're adding uh, uh, like they're adding bridges so you can make like big archipelagos and branch out a lot That's further. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think those are really the big ones, but I'm excited for another Tropico soundtrack, mostly. Those games <laughs> are perfect. Like, those games go on Steam sale for like 20 bucks two, after, two years after they come out, and I always get the, one, the last one when that happens, because yeah. they're great for that, and then I lose a weekend to them. Yeah, I never played too much of 5, but I played so much of 4, so I'm five really, really good. I, I actually need to play more of 5, because I loved 4 so much. It's a really and... pretty game, actually. I, I love the way that it looks when you get a yeah. city going. Yeah, and I, I don't play a ton of city builder type games, but I just love the character that those games have of you being the yeah. dictator. I think it works really well. <laughs> El Presidente. Um, they're, they're very funny. I, I, I really I, re, I really enjoy them, so I'm I'm hoping that Tropico 6 will be good. Cool. Right. And do you want to also speak to the untitled Ace Attorney game? Yeah, I don't think there's anything out there, but I just love Ace Attorney, so I uh, I love Ace Attorney, and having it on Switch sounds amazing, so hopefully hopefully that'll come out this year, but I don't think we have any information about it yet. We might get some in the coming, in the next month, if they do a direct, because yeah. Amazon Apparently. put all those games up, like untitled Switch games, so um, yeah. maybe we'll hear about, love to have hopefully. one of those on Switch, Fire Emblem and Yoshi coming up here. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the January direct is on the 11th, so we should be able to talk no. about it next week. Ooh. Oh, exciting! It it's not been announced. Next time, time we uh, that's what everyone thinks it's going to be about. Yeah. Um, Where's Smash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back where it belongs on the GameCube and Wii U. Cause it's a trash game. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> Uh, but I'll kill your Chronicles four. Speaking of trash games, whoa! Uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> dear. Uh, I don't really know anything about Valkyria Chronicles four except the fact that I like Valkyria Chronicles one and two a lot. That's pretty much it. Yeah. We're getting pretty far out into the weeds in terms of releases here, I guess. <laughs> right. What is uh, uh, yeah Vampire, a game what? that I actually know quite a bit about or seen oh. videos of. Looks so uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I didn't actually hear what the full pitch was until, like, last week, I guess. Uh, but, like, I really like Life is Strange, so I look forward to seeing what uh, that team does next. And that sounds like a cool uh, setting oh. and, like, idea for a game. That's that new just... Don't Nod game? Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, like cool. A okay. a doctor right. or something. Right. Uh, Remember Me, and then Life is Strange, and I was doing Vampire vampire cool it's hard yeah. i don't know i don't think i know enough about the game really but um one of my favorite uh one of my favorite games is um vampire the masquerade bloodlines um if you like immersive sims at all uh that game is really really cool um and i don't know that this one's really going to evoke much of the same feeling um but 
it the the videos kind of have some of that tone to me. Um, I don't know that it's going to have yeah. the same immersive sim components that Bloodlines has, but you know, vampire action RPG, it's the closest that anyone's done since then. So cool. Yeah, it looks really interesting. So I'm I'm hoping that's I'm I'm hoping to try that out this year. It looks a lot like from what I've seen. Yeah, Q1 or Q2, hopefully. <laughs> that will do it for our. Uh, oh, we kind of skipped over it because it did have initials next to it. And I meant to initial it. Somehow made it on this list. Dauntless uh, is a really cool oh. Monster Hunter like game. On, That's uh, like a. Yeah. Yeah, it's in early access. Who knows? It's pretty rough right now. I played it a little bit over the break. Um, I don't really have that much to say about it other than I hope they iron out the, the issues that it has, but they seem really responsive and passionate about it, so they've been good about fixing things as they can, and they have an open development roadmap that, uh, and I think they'll probably tighten it up, and it'll be a great way for people to uh, get into that on PC next year before Monster Hunter World. Sounds cool. Because, yeah, Monster Hunter World's out on PC as well, isn't it? Uh, but not until, like, September. Oh, yeah. That's until a late... Yeah, it's a late 2018 release. Yeah. Oh, oh, how about this one? Uh, Star Citizen? Any Anyone thinks that's coming out in 2018? <laughs> I didn't think it was coming out. <laughs> all of that game's development, and it's never coming Yeah. Did you say Dauntless was good? Um, it's rough right now, but it's in, I would call it alpha. Um, it, you can buy a Founders Pack and get in. Uh... It has a lot of... Uh, I'm not crazy about the progression stuff as it stands right now, but that's something they're actively working on updating, and they have an overhaul of that on their development roadmap. And I'm optimistic because they are so responsive to community feedback, uh, and they do a lot of a lot of updates um, and uh, and a lot of like updates to their roadmap and, and responses on the forums. So I think it has a lot of potential, even if it's not there yet. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was just checking to see if it was on there, but it is not. Okay. No, you have to go through their website and get a founder's pack right now. That's the way it, it is distributed. Hmm. Interesting. Not normally this way I'd like to do things, but we'll have a look at it in the next week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I recommend giving it a look. Uh it's uh it's I think you can get a founder's pack for like twenty five dollars maybe that gets you in at this point. So Cool. That's. I don't think that's much in in um, English money. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. So uh, unfortunately, it is the witching hour for me. It's just about to be midnight. So uh, I I'm going to have to call it a day, guys. Um, I don't what about twenty nineteen's games? <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm really excited for Kingdom Hearts three, and uh, and Anthem. Anthem, <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, basically all of these games are definitely going to say Yakuza Kiwami 2, yeah. Uh, I would like to put a bet right now on saying that Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out in the first week of May. I'm just going to say it. This year, first week of May, I think it's going to happen. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They can kind of put um, it out whenever they want. So no, I think you know what? I'm, they don't have the bends. How are they, they going to close that? Uh, <laughs> true. It's a very good point. That's, That's why it didn't come out in October. Yeah. 
if they had the Benz, it would have come out last May. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Speaking of getting the Benz, uh, I think it might be time for me to finish up this podcast, unless <laughs> anyone has any objections. I think we went through that list and a uh, lot of good games, hopefully, this year. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, next weekend, maybe we can talk about the Nintendo Direct. Sounds yeah. good. Fingers. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Is anyone here not a Switch owner? Just out of curiosity. Oh, looks like we're all, all right. heavily invested. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, that leaves us done, I guess, for the Untitled podcast uh, from your friends on Facebook and other parts. Um, I have been Sam, and you can find me on Twitter if you'd like to, at SGCH. And the same on Instagram, and I post pictures of my cats if you like cats. And uh, I'd also like to say thank you to Alex for doing the technical stuff. Hey, no problem. We have a website now. Can people... <laughs> oh. Uh, for, find us. Yeah, for the moment, it is unofficiallyunofficial.tk. That might change if we decide to change the name, but you will be able to find our our previous episodes and um, working on being able to subscribe to feeds from there. So, Excellent. Uh, and Alex, is there anywhere that people can find you on the internet that you'd like to give out today? Uh, you can Google me. <laughs> I don't really use Twitter. I have Facebook. So if you're on the Facebook giant uh, bomb group, you've probably seen me there. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Peach. Uh, <laughs> Peach got uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Allison, how about yourself? Anywhere anyone can find yeah, you? Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. It spells writer serenity. So, um, yeah. <laughs> But it's, uh, you can find me there. Excellent. <laughs> thanks for your, thanks for coming on along today. And thanks to everybody, actually. Yeah. I can't thank everyone individually. It'll take forever. <laughs> uh, uh, Andre as well. Anywhere that anyone can find you? You can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Uh, like coleslaw but cool and leap with four uh and uh uh cray underscore dre c-r-a-y underscore d-r-e and you can see pictures of me living in japan uh, along with follow me along with all my uh middle school students who like to follow me Aww. Guys, I'm really upset for everyone else who has to give out their online handles after Andre because those would like tip top <laughs> on a scale that I was just not prepared for. <laughs> but up next is Erica. Handle my your gamer handles. Um, but yeah, a lot of comments on those. I'm sorry, that was a me. I can't hear. It is you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter at. Erica, but it's spelled A-I-R-E-H-C-U-H. And I'm also uh, streaming on Twitch pretty much every night um, on my husband's uh, Twitch account, which is Zupa Dupa, spelled X-U-P-A-H-D-U-P-A-H. We're doing Yakuza Zero right now. Um, And yeah, you can find me at either of those spots. Yeah, work on your SEO. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Go spell everything. <laughs> and last but not least, Pat, why don't you take us home? 
Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter uh, and on Twitch at JesterPC, um, spelled like it sounds. Uh, I'm going to try to get back to streaming some more on Twitch uh, over the next couple months, so might even be up on some playing some Wildlands later tonight. So. Awesome. I won't be up. I will be asleep because <laughs> uh, I'm going out for work in six hours. Uh, thanks, everyone, for calling in today, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, yeah. We don't have anything else to say because we're not sponsored or cool or anything like that. But uh, yet, listen to someday. us next week. Listen to us next week. It'll thanks be to the just music good. track for letting us license the music track. I happen to be having music track. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Thank put like an Applebee's commercial or something. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> for everything he's done for video games. Oh my god. Oh, I can't. I won't be back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, see everyone next week, especially. <laughs> see you. <laughs> see you next week. So long. Bye. 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 Bye.